Well, hello, Toowoomba. Welcome to episode 55 of the Talking Toowoomba podcast. We are proudly brought to you by our good friends at Recognition Plus. Put your name where it counts. From promo gear and trophies to name badges, they will help you be seen. This week, we hear from the Catholic Care Family Relationship Centre and what they do to help the community. Well, this morning on the Talking to Woman podcast, we've got two lovely ladies from the Catholic Care Centre who's going to have a bit of a chat to each other and enlighten us about legal advice on family dispute resolutions. So welcome to Morgan and Sharon. Thanks, Shane. So what, what we're going to talk a little bit today around uh, the Family Relationship Centre and the mediation services that we offer and we're a little bit unique in that we also offer a legally assisted process. And my research has been that there's not many family relationship centres that that offer that. And the challenge is being put out there that if you work for a family relationship centre that does offer a similar process, please call me and we can have a conversation. But we, we've been um, really fortunate to have some lawyers, ex-lawyers on team that's been set up this really great process and Sharon and I are going to have a little bit of a chat about it. So Sharon, what is legally assisted mediation? So legally assisted, as the name would suggest, involves bringing lawyers into our process. So sometimes that means the client's having some legal advice prior to a mediation that's just attended by the parties themselves. But I guess the our unique selling point here at the FRC is our involvement of lawyers in the mediation itself. So a a few years ago, we recognised that there's a big gap between people who can afford to pay full full price for a lawyer to assist them with their family law dispute and those who are eligible for legal aid funding. So there's a you know, the majority of our clients fall between those those two two groups. So we set out to create partnerships with a whole range of our local law firms. Currently, we've got 11 MOUs with local law firms who provide their time very generously to help us with both parenting and property matters. So the legally assisted mediations in relation to parenting, we never charge our clients for the, for those mediations. Not everybody fits into the category where we would think that it, it um, is necessary to involve lawyers. But for those who do, we find that it despite the reputation of lawyers, it can be really, really helpful to assist assist people to get to resolution where they might not otherwise. And can you think of any good examples where we've used lawyers in the process, either people have had the one-off legal advice prior to the mediation or the lawyers have actually come into the room? Look, I guess broadly speaking, what we're, where we will usually involve lawyers is where we have intakes prior to the mediation with with each party. I'm going to call them mum and dad, but you know we obviously deal with um, families of all different kinds of makeup. But in those cases where in those intakes, we can see that the parents perhaps have some unrealistic expectations about, about what their parenting arrangement should look like. And we think that some advice about 
how they would fare in a court situation would, would help them to um, come to a common ground with the other parent. So really having the lawyers there in the mediation to be able to give advice on the spot when proposals are being made allows parents to look at their options and decide, okay, so while we're here in mediation, we make the decisions ourselves. I could, if I, if I don't reach an agreement with my co-parent and we go to court about this, what's that going to look like for me? And really, the lawyers that we work with are all very collaborative professionals who are here to help people resolve things. And so we find that it's just a really valuable service for our clients to be able to get that really good advice and resolve it themselves and and move forward with their co-parenting. I completely agree. I I actually can think of one really good example. Do tell. Well, I will. (laughs) Uh, Where a, a dad hadn't seen the the child for about three months and neither had had legal advice. So we were able, and they weren't able to talk. They weren't able to have a conversation at all. They Basically, there was a lot of conflict at handover, which we, we know that that's not good for children to witness that as well. So we decided to do Legally Assisted and to actually fund that that session as well. So so two of the lawyers from our um, panel of lawyers have come to support, it was mum and dad, in that session. And they were able to, to reach an agreement. They also had really complicated orders from the court that I couldn't even understand and the lawyers were able to explain that and create one document at the end of the mediation for the clients. And then uh, we had, you know how we've got that little bit of funding as well in terms of consent orders. So we were able to get them new consent orders. And this cost nothing for the clients. Dad then started seeing the child again. And, and I know it was, I felt a bit warm and fuzzy about it afterwards. And I think the lawyers did too, because they saw such a great resolution it, outside of a court process. And, and really, without us doing that, I don't know where the clients would have gone, because they couldn't have gotten legal aid and wouldn't have been able to afford court. So I guess the thing that stands out for me about that, Morgan, is that we talk about a great outcome for the clients, but really at the FRC, we are a child-centred practice. And, and when you were talking about that, um, the thing that comes to mind for me is the outcome for the child, that mum and dad are maybe able to, thanks to our process and thanks to the involvement of lawyers, are maybe able to communicate better going forward, which we know affects the outcomes for children if their parents are able to co-parent on some level then that child's got a much better future exactly and has a substantial relationship with both mum and dad after that day hopefully and that probably um, raises something for me that I should have mentioned Shane Yes. Is that quite often um, somebody who initiates um, a mediation with us, it won't go to a mediation because um, mediation's voluntary and the other party might say, well, no, I'm not interested. But it's not a wasted time because as part of our process, we run a, um, an information session where we give you an hour. It's not legal advice. It's information about how property settlement process works and a little bit about the Family Law Act. So we are able to give people a bit of a start in knowing, you know, what are my steps in this process? And we're also able to refer them for that legal advice regardless of whether they end up going to mediation or not. So even even where we don't make it 
to an actual mediation, I think there's a lot of benefit for people to be able to come and start that process with us because when you don't do this kind of thing every day, you don't separate from a spouse every day. So most people are at a point of going, well, where do I start? So the FRC is a really good place to start because we do offer information and referrals. Yeah, I, from our previous chats that, that we've had with Catholic Care Centre about this sort of subject, one thing I think's really come home to me is that we can come here and we can get started on the process and depending on our own individual situation, we can then go off and it's sorted or if we're struggling and we need lots of help, lots of guidance, it's there for us. You, you provide that. And in the absolute worst case scenario, you also have the support after the fact so that whilst the resolution has happened and the necessary outcomes have been put in place and formalised legally, there's still the benefit of you guys offering counselling and support as well. And I think that's a really important part that you guys play. So th- on behalf of Toowoomba, thank you. <laughs> well, ladies, it's been lovely having your chat and I've certainly been enlightened even more. So thanks again. Thanks for coming. Thanks, in. Shane. Now let's catch up on some news around town and what's on this week. Monday the 9th of August, Storytime is on again all this week at various locations around the Toowoomba region including Crow's Nest, Pittsworth, Oakey, Queen's Park and Highfields and in Toowoomba. Check the Council Events page for days, times and locations. On Friday the 13th, join us for the official premiere of Cadence, a 40-minute sci-fi short film produced in Toowoomba and South East Queensland at the Strand Theatre Toowoomba from 7pm. Sonny Vickers, an accomplished small group singer, performs All That Jazz, is featured at the Toowoomba Jazz Society Jazz Night 7.45 at the North Toowoomba Bowls Club. Saturday the 14th, Silk Painting Workshops with Linda Georgeson at her studio in Crow's Nest. Two sessions available both Saturday and Sunday. Check Council Events pages for more details. Of course, the Toowoomba's Farmers Markets is on from 7am under the windmill at Cobbin Co Museum. And on Sunday the 15th, the Toowoomba PCYC Markets at the PCYC Toowoomba from 6am. Take a tour of the Royal Bulls Head Inn, 59 Brisbane Street, Drayton, from 10am till 2pm. And Darling Downs Trike Tours offers tours to suit every budget and taste. 9.30 till 1pm at Queen's Park Frogs Hollow on the corner of Hume and Margaret Streets, Toowoomba. Well, that's it for another week. Thanks again to our local supporters, Recognition Plus. Find them at recognitionplus.com.au for all your promotional needs. Now, if you have an event or a business you would like us to feature on the podcast, email us, info at sjamedia.com.au Remember to tell your friends about us and help us out by subscribing and listening to the podcast. It's free. See you around, Toowoomba.